Hi, I'm Huey Mack, and this is the Bottom Line Podcast. All right, welcome to episode 100 of the Bottom Line Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. Alongside of me is my co-host, Steve, my co-host, Pat Knight. We have a very special guest on the pod today, but before we get to that, make sure you go subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud by searching Always Up to Something. You can also watch the full version of each podcast on our YouTube page. Next, give our sponsor Always Up to Something a follow on Instagram at underscore always up to something underscore and you can use promo code tbl pod on always up to something dot store for 10 percent off any purchase once again that's tbl pod on always up to something dot store for 10 percent off any purchase finally you can follow the podcast on twitter and instagram at bottom line underscore pod and without further ado we welcome on the man the myth the legend for our 100th episode huey mack how you doing man i'm good man how you guys doing Go well, you know. Uh, first off, it's like exciting because it's our hundredth episode. We started this, uh, like, thank you, two years ago. Um, tried to have some big names along the way, but uh, but honestly, Huey, you're our biggest guest so far. It only makes sense for the hundredth episode. I'm putting you over John Kilmer a little bit. <laughs> Kilmer's the bro. A little bit. Fuck John Kilmer. <laughs> Fuck that guy. So. So, uh, so we've had him on a few times, but honestly, it's an honor to have you here and talk to you. Uh, I know the three of us are big fans. We all have some cool stuff to bounce off you. But first off, thank you, thank you. Really appreciate it. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, so I, like I said prior, your career is pretty well documented. Um, that's kudos to you, kudos to your fans and stuff. You have, a, you have an amazing fan base. Um, but I guess my first question for you is... When you first started this music thing, right, mm-hmm. to now, what do you think, like, the biggest difference, whether it's mindset, whether it's personality, whatever you think, but what do you think the biggest difference is from Huey back then to Huey now? Um, fuck, that's a tough one. My least favorite thing about the difference is that things are normalized a lot. Like, I remember being kind of young and, like, everything I did, like, really fucking excited me. You know what I mean? Like, anytime I put out anything, like, the excitement or, like, anytime anybody said anything nice about me, it was anytime I did a show, whether there were, like, 10 people and then watching the next one go to 20 and, like, the next show had 50 people and it just, like, the pure, like, joy of, like, I had this idea and nobody thought I could do it and now it's happening like everything was so exciting and now like yeah things are like a little normalized so it's like it's a lot tougher to like find excitement right does that make sense yeah Yeah, no it does it seems like it seems like but what you're saying is that uh for a lack of a better term that you're kind of in cruise control now and it's for a long time definitely yeah right i think starting to find find little things uh again that kind of excite me about it like i mean the, you said you had Kilmer on, like, we did that trailer. Mm-hmm. That was the fucking most fun I've ever had doing anything. Interesting. In my yeah. career. Because that's kind of that's kind of perfect segue, because I was asking the first question to ask these two, and that is that, like, what, when you wake up in the morning, like, what's motivating you nowadays? You, you might have been, you might have been motivated by a few things in the past, uh, whether it was uh, money or success or or fame or or clout, but 
whatever you you might have had your reasons, whatever it was. But what is it today? Probably all the above. I was <laughs> Probably, maybe <laughs> some. Yeah, I'll throw that in there as well. Um, but uh, what is it like tomorrow when you wake up and you're ready to start your day? What is it that motivates you to keep going now? I just um, I like creating things that kind of reflect how I, I feel, and that's that's like the motivating thing for me right now. Like I like making great songs that reflect who I am and like what I'm going through. Like I, I don't like making like I don't know like party records so much anymore. You know what I mean? Like that was a big thing in the early days when I was like young and you know discovering partying and all that shit. Like I like even like the music I listen to. Like I, I like hearing what that person is like going through or like like things like that nature. You know what I mean? No, you. Right answer your question. It does, and and uh, and it um, and it definitely as a fan you could see that. Um, everyone has their probably Mount Rushmore Huey songs that they love across uh, from the beginning. Excuse me. I want to hear yours. Uh, well, we'll get there. Okay, because <laughs> I know that these two guys are are dying to to dig in it, into it too. <laughs> so so everyone has their their. Uh, their Mount Rushmore songs. Personally, right, my favorite was one of the ones that you just recently have put out, um, and that's Too Much Pride. Ah. Love that song. And actually, I tweeted at you, and I think you either liked my shit or replied to it, so I know that you showed, that you at least seen the love that I was showing. But I'm a huge... Actually, you know what it was, now that I'm remembering? Someone tweeted to you and was like, was like, yo, this is like my favorite Huey song like I love it. Like, and then you replied to them and were like, "Yeah, you, but like it's only like two months old." And then I answered you and was like, "Yeah, but I'm still bumping too much pride." And it had gotten to like the year mark that you had put that out or something like that, like like a little bit longer. I, I think I, it just, it's just it got released a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, because it was fairly recent from what I'm talking about happened. Uh, I'll be interested to look back after this, but either way. Um, that's my, I still listen to it weekly. I love it. Um, love so, that. so I guess guys chime in here a little bit. What are, what are your, some, some of your favorite songs, uh, by Huey, whether it's some old stuff or new stuff? Mine was taken all back. Take it all back. I remember being in high school and you came, uh, I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. You came to the new Brooklyn tavern. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you actually <laughs> played the show, but I saw you on the fucking bill. So that's how I discovered you. Oh, okay. Because I was in the mic and I, you know, I heard the click tape. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's tough. That's tough. What about yeah. you? Oh, that's a good one. Yo, so there's so many. And obviously the click mixtape is the greatest mixtape to this day <laughs> of all. It's the greatest mixtape of all time. Really? Um, oh, yeah. I bump it. I, I love it, man. Wait, I, come on. I need to cut you off. I haven't heard it in so long. Like, I, I don't. Do you I, listen to your old stuff like that? I, I have in quarantine. I, I went through things because I made a little Spotify playlist with like some of my favorite songs. So I was like sitting there listening to old shit. And I was like, this is who I was. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever make yourself cringe? Oh, fucking all the time. Uh, yeah. I said some wacky shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, we should have preferenced this probably prior, just since Huey has a little background of who he's talking to. Um, but, but, uh, me and Kyle started this podcast with an umbrella kind of theme 
of Mike. We're both big fans of his, um, and we both uh, both uh, look highly upon him. And recently have had uh, Pat join us on the show because he brings an it's interesting perspective, and he uh, is an artist himself. So uh, so it it just combines real well. But uh, but that's probably why. Um, Anything that uh, that you did with Mike sticks out to Kyle. <laughs> uh, I, I got you. I got you. Yeah, because because we definitely are huge fans of his uh, his here. But yeah, Kyle, but, keep going. I mean, the, growing up, you guys were the two artists that I listened to all the time. It was it was just you and Mike. So, but yeah. a lot of like that song, you know, "Be All Right" got me through a lot of times, hard, yeah. tough oh. times for sure. <laughs> What's that? You want to know a fun fact about that song that I probably shouldn't tell? I'd love to. I was on Molly when I made that song. <laughs> well, it made me feel like I was on Molly every time I listened to it. So, it, no, but there, I I love that one. Um, there's just so many, man, and I I can't even begin to tell you. But it's um, I guess my favorite, but my favorite memory of all time is when. I went to, I don't even know if you remember this, is when you were in Boston, the last time you were in Boston, it might have been 2015, 2014, I can't even remember. Where was it at? Uh, it was a small little venue, maybe Cambridge, Mass. Was it Tommy Doyle's? I think so. Was it when I fucking flipped out? Um, no, like, no, it was a pretty chill show, I think. Okay. There yeah, was and a, you, had, okay. you had Mike come out as a surprise guest oh, at the okay. end. Hey, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There was one time I played in Boston where the show was running late and they cut off my audio. Ooh. No shit. And uh, I had the whole crowd sing acapella. It was a pretty cool moment. I love Fly that. Flex. that. Yeah, that's gotta be that's gotta be rough. Honestly, Pat, I know you have a pretty cool story you want to tell too, but I'll tell yeah. mine. Quick. Yeah, go for it. Um, honestly, bro, there was a there's a tough point of my life where I was like going through a whole bunch of shit. And your music and Mike's music and John Bellion. I don't know if you're a fan of his or have heard of John Bellion. Excuse me? He's great. Oh, he's the best. So between the three of you guys, you guys like basically saved my life. I'm telling you like multiple times where I was like on the fence about some shit. And I was like, if I don't smoke a blunt and fucking listen to your music, I don't know what the fuck I'll do. So thank you. But Pat, yeah, of course, please uh, tell your story. Yeah, I met you like a year, probably about a year ago. I was with, uh, yeah, no, no, we were at a, um, I was with a kid named Johnny. We were at a food festival. I think it was in Santa Monica. Oh, fuck yeah, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. guest of the pod too. I went to the food festival with Kilmer. We were yeah, up. no, we were there and we fucking were. I was pretty inebriated, but we were in that wine tent. <laughs> And we did that interview with the. It was like the one some casino in Vegas. They interviewed oh us. Oh my god. And then I was, I was just, I was pissed drunk, and I was like, damn, I really wish I had like a dip pouch or something right now. And I saw you whip out a can. It was like your last pouch. You gave that shit to me, and I was like, hell yeah, good for life. Woo! <laughs> it could have gone one of two ways, you know. So now that we kind of bounced some of the personal stuff off here, um, let's get back to you a little bit. What, uh, what either is your favorite to this day? Or what is, um, like, I guess, like, just a highlight that sticks out off the top of your head of your favorite show that you've ever done? Fuck. I, to be honest, I don't have a clear answer for that because, I mean, I've done it for... Right. You're, 
Like I remember moments more than anything. Like my first sold out hometown show was cool. It sold out in like fucking two days or something. Then I had my first like New York show that sold out on my twenty first birthday. That was like cool. But like there's not it's all so special when you like look back at it and you're just like, wow, people paid to see me. Like it doesn't really fucking matter where it's at. Like it's always just like you have to just think it's all special you know what i mean yeah and no it, that means a lot to hear you say that they have that kind of approach to it because i uh, definitely didn't in the early days i right. was like yeah i'm fucking tight people are paying to see me because i'm fucking dope but like when <laughs> now that i have a little bit of age to me and i'm not such a fucking diva it's yeah. like yeah it's just really cool to even think that like oh i've not even always affected people because some people just want to party but like I'm bringing people out to see me. Like that's yeah, fucking. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's that. That's got to be the coolest thing. Uh, the coolest feeling. And you know, um, I like I was saying. You know, you, you've done it for so long, and and there's something to be said about like standing the test of time. You know, because there's definitely. And as much as I'll give you the softballs, like I've had, I'll I'll, I'll give you the hard truth too. There's definitely been people that have been like you or kind of like you or to be honest with you jacked your shit like along the way that I've seen where I'm like all right that's like literally Huey Max vibe or all right that's like literally like you can see it so clear like I get it's an inspiration but at the end of the day these people are making stuff that looks exactly like yours and sounds like yours so I think I think everybody stems from that though I think I jacked other people's stuff along the way like what well, unintentionally but like you know exactly there's the book it's like uh steal like an artist or something uh-huh and that's like it's what you do like right that's how I, you, yeah oh, continue. sorry i didn't mean to pay you off no, no no i just do think don't no, just to piggyback on what you're saying i do think there's a fine line between being inspiration uh, having inspiration and just like at the end of the day your content looks and sounds exactly like the person you pull inspiration from um because like i feel like it's a very important process of being inspired by someone of taking in the inspiration and then putting it through your blender and then right, your pot, yeah. right. like yeah. I, I think that blender part is super important as a creator or creative you know so like if you're getting inspiration it's going in that blender and then coming out the same way it tells me way more about you, you know what I mean, as as a creator, where I'm like, listen, where's your spin or taste on the on the flow? I honestly am just like thinking, like, who are you talking about right now? <laughs> listen, I and I even and I'm talking about I'm even talking about people like um, that have never even touched the success that you've had. But the only reason why I brought it up is that you are you've had success over a long period of time now and like it's it's something that has like someone like pat who is a young creator at an early stage in his career if he said to you if, if i said to him you could do music for the next 10 years of your life he would love that shit you know yeah. like like as a as a as an early as an early point so like someone who could stand the test of time like to me like really means a lot um, because like you've, like you said, grown and adapted to like different things. Um, what do you think, and I've said this to, to ask, what do you think like 
was like your biggest like learning session or growth session in your career where like you felt you took like the biggest jump even if it's like for following or like for yourself i think this album was my biggest because the whole i mean do you guys listen to the new album yeah okay so i feel like that's something i always wanted to do and i didn't have the compunction to go and do it like I look at, I mean, pretending perfection, aside from this, is my favorite thing that I've done. Um, I listened to it the other day, and I was like, wow, that, I was just remember being just so hungry and wanting that. But, like, it's a title and then just a bunch of songs. But they don't really tie together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had always wanted to make, like, a concept album and, like, do the whole spiel and, like, yeah, this is... This has definitely been my biggest growth because it feels like an idea that was fully conceived and just like, I did it. Mm-hmm. I fucking, I'll <laughs> tell you a funny story about this album that pretty much summed up my luck over the past few years prior. I got the final masters back for the album middle of November and I went golfing with a few buddies before I was a little tipsy and I got home. And I got the email that they were done and I was going to give it uh, a listen through for the first time. And I was like, eh, I wanna, I'm a little tipsy. I want to go to the store and get a few more beers so I can listen to this and just be fucking happy. I walked to the market by my crib and grabbed two tall boys. And I'm walking back listening to the album. I remember uh, it was playing the song Shame on Me. And this dude pops out of the corner and mugs me at gunpoint. As I'm listening to the album for the first time. Wow. And I'm just like a little tipsy and I'm just like, fuck. Takes up my headphones, my phone, the beer, my wallet. And as he's running away, I heard him playing. Like the headphones were still connected playing the album. And I was just standing there like, oh my God, that's so my luck right now. (laughs) What a crazy high to low situation. Dude. It was, like, in retrospect, like, yeah, that's a really scary situation. I got mugged at gunpoint. But the fact that yeah. that day, after, like, I put so much work into it, was just, like, kind of, like, poetic, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's, right. It was just, like, running into a car, and I could just hear the song still, and I was just like, oh. Well, this is how this is going to stop. That's too funny. But th- thanks for sharing the story. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm what? glad you're okay, though, at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fucking hilarious to me. Dude might be a huge fan now. You never know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he might have bought some be responsible for 60% of your streams. <laughs> um, so uh, that's actually a good point, um, Pat, because I wanted to bounce that off here, too. How, how much of your either creative process or just, like, what you do is based off of like trying to get streams because we live in a world now where like it seems like people do the most to get more streams so then they look better or they uh or they are creating for the intention of getting streams or they're just doing their thing so like where do you think you kind of fall in that not saying that you're doing the most to get streams Mm -hmm. but the point is is where do you think like you fall in the sense of your creative process versus 
like what people might want to hear from you or what you think will pop? I think I want to make the best product um, that means something to me. Um, but at the end of the day, like it is a business, so you do want streams. But when I go into the studio, like I had a session uh, before this quarantine thing and I was talking to the producer, Mitty, uh, he did Waste No Time and Dr. Patient, Confidentiality on the album. And he was like, dude, you have no idea the amount of people that come in here and they're like, I need something that'll sound great on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never. And on one end, I get it, but like that's never been my process. Mm-hmm. Like I make something based off of what I like. Like if I like what it sounds like, then I'm going to rock with that regardless. And like, it's very hard when you're trying to be creative to think that far ahead. Because mm-hmm. you, how are you inspired that way? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah, because... Uh, but like at the end of the day, we do have to get streams because nobody's buying shit. So I know. the only way that I can continue doing what I'm doing is if people fucking stream the shit. Right. So that's, that's, that's like what I was going to say too, is that like, it's such a weird balance that, uh, that, you know, and again, like, I always like to talk about this cause I have my clothing brand and I feel like when me and Pat get into conversations, me selling clothes and him trying to get streams, I kind of loop in the same ballpark to where like, as, as a brand owner, like my main two focuses are how do I build my branding and how do I give value to my follower? So like neither one of those two things have anything to do with selling clothes, but just like in your case, it is a business and there is marketing and you need people to buy your product to make the brand better. So, but I feel like if you're focusing on your branding and you're focusing on, uh, on the value you give your customer. So in your sense, it would be focusing on, your branding how you carry yourself and your person and then um and then how uh, and what kind of product or what kind of value are you giving to the people that listen to your music so uh so like i feel like you do that really well because especially now like you're saying that you're like i do think that because sometimes i get insecure about that i'm like should i said that should i've done that yeah. No, no, because it's so it's like the when i think of when i think huey mac and actually before i i'll pose the question to Kyle and Pat. When you think Huey Mac, what are the first things that come to your mind? Authentic. Authentic, yeah. Hey! Yes, that's a win. I consider that a W, guys. What else? Yeah, no fake shit, real. Mm-hmm. Somebody I can relate. I mean, that's some relatable. Yeah. I, I Chill. <laughs> now, Huey, that's two guys that are just fans of you and have never met you a day in your life. And so if you're feeling insecure about it, because I get, I can feel it. I, dude, I'm telling you, when you, when you put, when you put like yourself on the track and you, and you're super raw, and uh, I like to use the word translucent, um, where your product isn't fake at all. It's really like what your mood you're in today, tomorrow. You know what I mean? Current feelings, like that shit just hits home. And like Kyle said, it's like really relatable. I agree. Those, those tend to be my favorite. And to go back to your previous question. Um, about how much you know you try to do things for streaming or more commercially i think any time in my career that i went in with the intent to make a hit or i'm, I'm gonna fucking use things change as an example if y'all been following me you know that album right so i signed a deal 
with Universal. Technically, no, they distributed it, but yeah, I, I signed a deal. Every song was to be a hit, and like f- fucking, I just remember it, and like I don't listen to those songs joyfully. Like favorite song, for instance, it did great, whatever, like millions of streams, but I fucking hate it. Hate it. It's yeah. so goddamn corny, and my intent was definitely to fucking recreate "Fuck Me, Baby" in some capacity, uh-huh. and it didn't work the way that it should have worked because it wasn't authentic. And like, yeah, it is a fuck. It's ridiculous. Like, I want to fuck you to your favorite song. Like, that's fucking hilarious. Classic. <laughs> like, well, I I honestly cringe that it's like that high up in my streaming shit still. Because like, <laughs> oh my god, new people are gonna hear that. But like. Yeah, those things never worked for me. Like, that album didn't work as well as Pretending Perfection did because every song was, you know, the label was like, we need, that's yeah. the radio single. So then I went in trying to make radio shit, and, like, it, it just didn't work as well. So I'd be, uh, I'd probably be hated on people who listen to our show regularly if I didn't ask this question. And probably Kyle has this question in the back of his head, and he might be afraid to ask, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what is your favorite Mike Stud story if it's something from <laughs> if it's something from if it's the ones that you could share if it's something from back in the day or something from recent like what what what's your favorite story and if you if you want to even break it down to two parts maybe uh share your favorite story of like partying or something like that and then maybe share your favorite story of like your guys friendship through this entire music thing because that had to be kind of an interesting dynamic too huh my favorite i don't i'm thinking i one i we've known each other for so long and we're like you know we've been good friends for a long time i have so many that i can't even like pick one i honestly just like I see y'all at the ranch. Yeah, but I, like the ones that are going into my head are not going to ever be said. <laughs> okay, right. So I'm trying to think of one that's like PG enough to like. Yeah. I can right. say, right. Ah, fuck, man. Not too many PG rated movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'll, I'll fine. I'll give you a scapegoat from the question. What do you? And, and this might this might be just as hard as a question, but this is your scapegoat. Um, what do you? Uh, what do you think about what he's doing with his career now? Because he's in a very interesting point. And just as a peer, uh, I think he's doing a great, or from your perspective as a peer, personally, as a fan of his, I think he's doing a great job with the cards that he's dealt right now. And, um, and oh, he's he got, fucking killing it, man. Right. Yeah. He's killing it. And he's not even putting music out. No offense to Mike, but well, like he put a project out, right. He just put a project out, but, but, from the fans' point of view, that have been fucking with him since the flat brims, we like <laughs> we definitely we definitely are looking for an album. Like like we know we, we know what's good with the like I talked to some some pretty deep with pretty deep following fan pages of Mike that are like super super fans, and uh, and they're like listen we know that like some of those songs are like a little dated and he was sitting on those like we know that he's in like such an awesome point of his career that this music that he's making and once he puts it out it's going to like kick from crazy so like i think it's more more from not like a wanting something so bad as just for content because he's doing a great job with the content but i think it's more of like we know how great that would do for his career is like putting a huge solid album together 
I think that fuck, I just had the thought in my head and I'm losing it. Sorry. I think what he's doing is the right move. I think we often even like as an audience, I was just listening to somebody else talk about this. We live in such like a now moment and we don't really appreciate the people who can stop for a second. Like we don't have to be now, 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 and he can do something that he wants to do and set himself up for the next 10 instead of, you know, if we just keep doing the same thing over and over again, it just gets old. And then, so he's just taking the time to go and figure out where he's going to be for the next 10 years. And like, as a fans, like, you know, it's kind of selfish to like, just want more and more and more and more and more. Time. Right. I, I've heard the project. It's well, I don't know, not the finished one, but like you know, we get fucked up and listen to records all the time, and like it's good, it's great. I fucking love it. I'm happy for him. Yeah, because no, like, and again, I, like I want to just to make sure, like, because I think I, Kyle, am I speaking clearly on your behalf too? Because I feel, because I no, no one right now on this face of this earth, Huey, wants a Mike Stone album more than Kyle. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, he's. It is, yeah. Incredibly intelligent. Oh. Like, I got a lot of flack my early days. People said I wanted to be like him. Um, yeah, he's one of my best friends. I look up to him because he is that smart. Like, you, he is somebody you want to fucking be. Um, and, yeah, I think he's approaching it the correct way. I think the records are good, and I think he's going to set himself up to be here for a long time. Yeah, and to... Pro- and to- give my background and Kyle and Pat will, will uh, back me up on this is that uh, I would say that at least Kyle in Kyle's regard, like he's a huge fan of Mike's music. I'm not a huge fan of Mike because of his music. I'm a big fan of Mike because of his entrepreneur style of running his business. And honestly, Foley is the biggest inspiration to me in my entire life. So like the way that, the way that uh, the two of them like work together with his business and his branding has inspired me to start what I do. So like, I definitely understand where you're saying to like, as a, not that I know him under any circumstance, I've met him a few times, but it's almost like a big brother factor of a sense of like, he's, he just leads an example and he does a great job. Um, like, I mean, I remember our early days, like I started getting traction when I was 18 he was out of college. He was the first person that I got to watch. I wouldn't even say either of us had our shit together because we fucking it's it amazes me how we operated back then. But like he made the correct steps, uh, you know, I, whether it be like getting a lawyer, an entertainment lawyer or like management or like, you know, there were so many things uh, like early on. He just had his shit like. He looked at it like a business. Right. And that's what that's my point of saying what has attracted Mike to me. Uh-huh. My my. His Pause. Uh, career. <laughs> Pause. Pause. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, but well, I think that that was great. Guys, you have anything to add to that? Oh, man. Yeah. I, I mean, it. you're right. It, it is. I, I think about that at times, how selfish it is of us to be like, oh, we want, we want, we want music now, now, now. But, and yes, part of me is like that, but it's like, 
because you, you always you know you're always looking for new content as a fan but like i i understand i totally understand what the the business side of things you guys have to go through and and you know kind of building yourself up and 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 all the different aspects of the music industry it's i and i respect that totally i and it, it is intriguing to, to myself to see how you know yourself and mike have have grown since the early the click days and toast tommy days and, and and from where you've gone to now it's and it, as a fan to see that whole transition and to be able to kind of grow up with you guys has been has been awesome for me yeah, you know I'm glad to still fuck with it man yeah for sure always will <laughs> yeah i appreciate that oh uh, i would be uh I, johnny would probably kill me if i didn't bring this up at least once uh, <laughs> today today is pretty special for me because not only is it uh the 100th episode of the podcast not only are you a guest on the podcast, but today is kind of the launch of a giveaway that um, yourself and my brand and a couple other people that are involved are kind of kicking off. Um, have you seen the flyer yet? I have not seen anything. Okay, I'm gonna send it to you just so you can take I'm a look. Just at it. Say this, Johnny. If you if you watch this, you are a mess. He is all over you the are a fucking mess, bro. We're- we're gonna we're reeling it in and we're doing a good job and I love him I do love him as he's a great guy and everything but once we once we got on the phone and we realized that like there are some other dynamics to this that we have to worry about now it seems like we're ironing all out all the kinks. So. That's just how everything is, you know. You you shoot, you know, then you work with what you get. You try to iron it out. Right, and he he does bring a lot to the table as well, but. Yeah, what I will say is we can bust his balls a little. Um, But yeah, and I'm sure he'll be listening to this for sure. So yeah, so um, I'm going to send that to you now just so you have it. But anyway, uh, for those of you who are listening and are interested in what we're talking about, it's a giveaway that we're doing on TikTok. So Huey Mack uh, on his most recent album has a song, Waste No Time. If you haven't listened to it uh, already, you should just go check it out. It's a sick song to begin with. Um, anyway, the giveaway is going to be launched. Yeah, so that's that's the uh, that's the giveaway that uh, that's the flyer that's done by um, my uh, digital designer um, Noah. He's a great guy. Um, so basically, this girl Brianna, her TikTok page is at Tor Torella. It's T O R T O R E L L L A. So that's three L's. Um, She'll be posting a video today, and uh, Kyle, you're going to be cutting this up to get it out today, right? Yep. Okay, cool. So then it will What's be today. <laughs> Go, yeah, just to make sure we've had some. Is that, yep. <laughs> yeah, some schedule. Some schedule things. Awesome. So she'll be um she'll be posting today uh, uh on her page a direct address that's going to tell you all the information that I'm about to say here, but just give you a video format so you can look at it and uh, and listen to it. Basically, you just do a TikTok to Huey's song, Waste No Time, and make sure you hashtag Huey Mac and Waste No Time Challenge. So hashtag Huey Mac, hashtag Waste No Time Challenge. That's how you enter. Um, Huey's going to be picking the winners from those two hashtags, and he's going to post it on social media when he picks it, so everyone knows what they're going to win or who won. And then as for what you're going to win, you're going to win some merch from uh, from Huey's merch collection, and you're going to win an Always Up to Something prize package from my brand. 
my prize package is our denim jacket, a hoodie, a t-shirt, and a bracelet. And then um, Huey's gonna yeah. send in the uh, the merch for uh, for from him. Um, outside of that, there's a bunch Marketing of people. Marketing 101. What'd you say? Marketing 101. <laughs> outside of that, there's a bunch of people who are involved that we'd like to thank. No, I'm kidding. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you, Huey, for being involved in that because um, because that's really cool. Not only that, but like and the whole thank tick- you for helping make me a dance. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I got you. Because uh, it seems like today is going to be the day that Brianna and uh, and our good friend Jim are going to nail out the choreography for that, and then the dance will be Do you done. you know Jim? I have recently... I don't know him personally. That is the funniest uh, friend of mine to fall into another friend group without me even knowing. Oh, really? He lives with like one of my best friends, Will. And then all of a sudden he's hanging out with Johnny and working on shit with him. And I'm like, where the fuck did you guys meet? Interesting. Because I, I know Johnny through the podcast. And I also know Johnny because uh, my brand was in John Kilmer's movie, The Primalos. So I know all those guys from in that movie. Um, so Johnny was in there and worked on it. And the giant just hit me up at the blue one day. He was like, hey, you want to do a giveaway with Huey Mac? I'm like fuck yes obviously like what i'm like it doesn't matter what the fuck it is i'll send you anything like let's just get it done and then he kind of brought me in on more of like the logistics side of things um as 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 things got closer but uh but now that we ironed out everything and we have that flyer done and brianna's gonna post it today it does seem like it's gonna be something pretty cool um and I'm excited, you know, it's, it's, it's cool for the brand, you know, it's, um, I like to, I like when things like this happen for my brand because it has nothing to do with like me selling t-shirts or hoodies, you know, this is just like something organic where my name's attached to it and we could do something cool. And actually at the end of the day, give away some free stuff. So like, um, so I think, I think it's really cool for, uh, for our brand. And, um, obviously it's exciting to do it with somebody like you, Huey. Oh yeah, man! I'm excited to do it too. Um, so guys, anything else to throw off of him while we have his time here? How's quarantine? You making music or anything? <laughs> I actually am waiting on my studio setup. It's supposed yeah. to be here Tuesday. The rest nice. of it, yeah. Um, but yeah, just writing. Uh, played more video games in the last month than I have in my entire life. <laughs> that's that's new. I saw you picked up the guitar. I did. I'm learning that. That's tough. My finger is a bitch. <laughs> it is a bitch, but you know, it's just one of those things that I've told myself I was going to do for a long time and just haven't. So what, what the fuck else am I doing? You know, yeah. once you learn it, you'll be like, Oh, thank God I did that too. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that there's a hump that once you get over, it becomes mm-hmm. kind of fun. But right now it's very like, I, I taught, I taught myself too, I, just reading tabs, smash that fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Getting so frustrating. So let me let me ask a question on Pat's behalf here because I know I know that uh, that I'm sure this is on his mind. And yeah, I can ask you anything. I don't. Care. What what's your what's your biggest tip or for an artist coming up right now? Because Pat's obviously doing that. So what's your biggest tri- uh, tip or trick that uh, that you might want to whether it's like a mindset or actually something like physical that they should be doing. Um, and then the other thing is, is how's a Pat like, a guy like Pat get a uh, Huey Mac feature? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll tease it with the second one. 
is it fucked up if I say I don't have any tips? Like, you do can't like. Yeah. No, I get what you're that saying. What works for one person won't work won't for work. you. And like, there's no right or wrong way to do anything. Just do it. You just do it, and you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you just keep doing it until it does. It's like there's. I couldn't tell you shit. <laughs> it's like yeah, no, I'm. I've, ever since I started the music thing, I've just told myself, I know this is going to be hard. I know I'm going to be judged by everyone, but I'm just going to keep doing it until it works. Uh, yeah, I mean. And I did one. I've only ever done one show, and I opened up for Mike. And after that, people loved me, and I was like, all right, I could do this shit. So I kind of just went into a hole of making music year by year by year, getting to yeah, a man, point where. Nobody likes you until everybody likes you. It's a very yeah. tricky thing. Um, send me a song. Okay. Yeah, I got tons. I'm probably got twenty or thirty. So, so yeah, send me some. I'll send you something you like for sure. Pat's, Pat's amazing, Gary. Let me tell you, he's really good. Like on a serious note, like Thank you. just like this, you're so complimenting. Who? You. You are a very positive person. Listen. I thank you. I try to be so. I haven't been a very positive person my whole life, so I'm trying to keep it that way I'm right now. Tell me, I used to be a little fucking dickhead. No, oh, <laughs> I'm bad man. But uh. But so I try to keep it positive and I try to keep it good now that I'm in a really good lane in my life. But I appreciate the compliment. But Pat's a good friend of mine. And not only that, by the side, I'm very lucky. I've said this on the podcast before to have like a whole bunch of friends that are super talented at what they do. But I also like non-biasedly think that like they are super talented. And Pat is like top of that list. Like, yeah, yeah, he's he's going. He's real positive. But I've said that before, though. Like, that's not me yeah. just gassing you up because he's here. I've definitely said that. I've said that in the past. Yeah. Like, you both have. I yeah. mean, you're really selling Pat to me right now. <laughs> well, Pat, just put out an album right dude, now. Dude, okay. I could. I, dude, I've been telling him the same thing. If literally, if I got you and my boy Louisville and Pat on a phone call together and, you, and they played you some of their music, you'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, Pat puts out music regularly. My my other buddy doesn't put it out as regularly. I think they're some of the two most talented people that I've ever listened to. Like, seriously. Like, shit. That song, Shit, that you sent me. That's, like, one of my favorite songs. Like, I've, shit? Yeah. His, yeah, his song. I did I, a song for his mixtape <laughs> called Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, a year yeah. year and a half ago? Yeah, one year ago. I'm actually working on the second one right now, and someone's got to still send me music, by the way. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'm, I got this board, bro. I got my album checked. <laughs> but anyway um but yeah he sent in a song shit and that's like one of my favorite songs ever um but he's just super talented and yeah i'd love to see i'd love to see if you guys could do something together not just just on the um on the music side of things but uh kyle anything else on your behalf yeah i just got something real quick so you had mentioned shame on me which is probably one of my favorite songs off the last album um Working with uh, a recurring guest on this podcast, Forty Four Phantom. Well, how did that come about? And in- been on here. Oh yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So I wrote that song, uh, in January mm-hmm. of last year, and then Phantom was just hanging around Kilmer, and Kilmer had played me some of his songs, and I was like, you know what? I think this kid would sound better on this course than I would, and it would bring my verses kind of more to life um, if there was another voice leading me into it. And, uh, yeah, so I just gave it to him, pretty much, and he fucking killed it. You did. You yeah. guys both did. I love that song, man. Um, 
yeah, it was it was cool to get him on here and kind of hear his story. He didn't really know much about him other than, you know, seeing him on social media uh, through Kilmer and stuff. So um, to see you guys yeah, on that. Pr- Kilmer's doing good things with them. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see where that goes. We have another song, actually. Oh, dope. Uh, can't, w- can't wait yeah. for that. It's a remix to one of his, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Stay you tuned. Know, he, uh, he always did an amazing job. Uh, like, that's a to go back to Mike for a second, like what do you think about his team aspect that he brings to the table? You know? Oh. Mike. Because I think piggybacking off the whole Kilmer thing, like Kilmer's done an amazing job creating content for Mike for now years. So like it's super exciting to see him work with uh somebody new and fresh. No offense to Mike, but just see him work with uh someone else and, and really uh and really start to help him grow. Yeah, this is the first time I've seen him kind of take on the bulk of somebody else aside from me or Mike throughout the years. And, dude, he's like – Kilmer's probably – he's a dickhead. <laughs> he's an idiot. But he's probably the most selfless person. Right. Yeah, he just wants to work and do good shit. You know what I mean? That's why I was so excited when he did the movie that I could be a part of it because I knew that it would be smaller budget and a smaller project – but I just wanted to be involved in it because I was super excited to see where his creative mind would go in a movie sense, you know. Um, uh, I guess now would be a time to talk about this, but we have one. Yeah. We're making one. Very exciting. Uh, yes. Assuming we still get funding. Um, right. Well, if you need help with that. After this fine quarantine. Uh, but yeah, we have it in place and we have, yeah, we're making a romantic comedy. Nice. Close for it. Let me know. I'll throw some money for it too. Don't worry. Um, so I'll help you. I'll help you reach some of the funding. But mm-hmm. um, anywho, that's exciting to hear. Um, I think that's all we got for you, man. You know, uh, this hundredth episode was super exciting for us. Um, we were thinking earlier in the week, we're like, what well, we're gonna do special for this. But once you graced us with your presence, um, it made it even better. So we just fucking. I'm. I'm feeling so good about myself after this good feeling happy all day good maybe you should maybe we should talk weekly anyway <laughs> anyway um, therapy yeah fine therapy there you go i got you um thank you I very got much. one more question oh, real quick ask away i'm i literally have nothing to do right, if you me. had to make a song right now how are you feeling if i was going to send you a song like what's what's your vibe on are you on some are you rapping are you more personal uh-huh. All over the fucking place. Yeah. I, I mean, I just fucking write all the time, pretty much. Um, I had, like, a rap album before a romantic comedy that I just scrapped. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm all over the place. Like, one day I'll just want to rap the most ratchet shit. And now the mm-hmm. day, you know, you know how it is if you're an artist, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because Pat spits, bro. <laughs> oh, we had a little. I fucking believe you, dude. No, no, I'm saying no. I'm, I'm saying if, if you sent him some that that you could. I'm saying yeah, if you want to rap, we can rap now. Yeah, <laughs> like like if you guys want to if you guys rap like that'd be pretty dope. But and and you know you got me fucking laughing in my head, Huey. You're saying you're sitting over here. You're like this guy's so positive. And again, Kyle, you could uh you could back me up on this. I said this. I think it was uh last week or last episode. Like, I'm going fucking through it in real life. And I said that, like, when I get on here, I'm just, like, super excited to, like, create. Cut. Look at Patty shaking his head. He's like, yeah, he's fucking <laughs> <laughs> We've been there. We've been in the same place. <laughs> yeah. 
So now I'm curious. Yeah. Let me, let me ask the fucking questions here. You, yeah. Steve, you said that my music uh, had helped you. Well, yeah. what, what song or thing in particular? Well, all, all your videos. So I don't remember which ones that I would uh, that I would put on, but I remember like honestly, like I would have a really shit day, and I would sit in my garage and be smoking like crazy. And I'd be like, yo, I just need something that's going to take me off my mind. So I'd just hop on YouTube and just YouTube John Ballion, YouTube Huey Mac, YouTube Mike Stud, And I'd just watch whatever it was that you guys had up recently or just some of the old stuff. But, like, literally just, like, help me, like, pretty much what you're doing right now, just help me get through, like, just not thinking about, like, dark shit is basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, now I come on here and I enjoy my time and I work on my brand and I try to not let my personal life affect that. So, like, those are my two scapegoats right now. But, um, yeah, I'm fucking, like, going through it. So it was funny that you said, you know, uh, you know, that, uh, that, oh, you're so happy and positive and, and like, yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you do guys. Yeah. Hey, so- sometimes we give the energy that we also need. Yeah. Right. I, that's that's a great one right there. Facts. That's a bar. Uh, already. But, uh, but yeah, it was so funny. I actually tweeted something, and every once in a while, I send it to Mike, and I tweeted, I was like, my new demons are getting to know my old ones. And I tweeted, and I, and I sent it to Is him. Is that Mike there? No, it's not, but I sent it to him, and I was like, that could be a bar, LOL. <laughs> so I, I just... I just Give me publishing. Yeah, I don't know. that. I, I know that's a thing that's been out there, but, like, I just popped in my head and I tweeted it out. I was like, I don't know if you use this, but it could be. Um but uh but yeah man, um you've definitely helped me through just like taking my mind off uh off some bad shit. Hey man, I appreciate that. And it's it's there's there's a there's a there's a talent and a humor behind watching you dance around <laughs> in, in too much pride. You, uh, I've never had so many people more scared for me than before I put that video out. Well, what were you no, like? I did it off a of bet because uh, there was this chance the rapper and Francis the Lights video, uh, may I have this dance? That's brilliant. And we were all drunk laughing about it, and I was like, I could fucking do that. And everybody was like, no, you can't. So, uh, I was like, watch me. And I just made too much pride and I did that fucking dance. I, I did like, I think, two weeks of choreography. You nailed it. <laughs> and, dude, I, would, I sent it to friends, obviously, before, and they're like, I don't know about this. this is- <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, I released it and everybody took it how I wanted them to. Right. Like, I didn't want people to think I was like taking myself seriously, thinking I could yeah. dance, but like, I, I got so many texts that were like, nope, you were right. Like, that worked. People are seeing it how you thought they would. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely took it positively. Definitely. I, was, I, I was, like, shaking about to press, like, the release video on that. Like, my hand was like, oh, God, I don't know how people are going to take this. Well, let me let me tell you. Uh, I didn't roast it at all. Everybody, was, like, fucking loved it. If I have any criticism for it, it's this. It's that I love the song so much. And it made sense that you did a dance because it because it was catchy and it went with it. But like 
I'm just hoping that didn't distract people from the fucking song that up oh, here's Huey Mack dancing around the screen. Like, because that's all the song. Okay, it's good. Because fucking streaming's doing great on that one. Yeah, good. Because that song, I love that one. It could be all me though. I'm telling you, I play it all the time. That was the only <laughs> song that I could have done that to. Yeah. It was funny because I would get texts from people I know, and they'd be like, "I really love how you did the dance." to show the vulnerability of the song. And I was just like, that wasn't my intent, but like, I... was <laughs> a drunk bet, but... Yeah. I love to think that. Right. It just really makes the vulnerability of the song stick out more, seeing mm. you, like, dance it out. And I was just like, that's not what I was going for, but I'll take it. I will take that all day. Who, uh, who are you listening to nowadays? Ooh. Let's look. Uh, I love Gianni and Kyle, man. They're fucking great. Uh, aside, I mean, I can, I'm fucking all over the place, bro. Ian Dior's really tight. I like him. You guys are familiar with him? A little bit. Kind of the, the little punk ground, punk rap thing that's going on. Fuck, man, I'm all over the place. Do you... Oh, actually, I'm kind of answering the question in my head, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you uh, do you think that you find more inspiration from like other music or real life stuff? And like I said, in my mind, I think you're gonna say real life stuff after talking to you for a half hour, but or however long it's been. But uh, I think find inspiration from everywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like there's obviously things that like if you listen to the album, like my favorite. Eh, I wouldn't say my favorite. One of my favorite songs is I Hope This Lasts. Mm. And I didn't draw inspiration from anywhere. That's just like a fun fucking love song. Like, I wasn't in love with anybody. Like, that's just... Right, right. And then, like, other times, they're really fucking, like, serious songs that I, like, drew from real life. But, like, sometimes you're just, like, on a vibe. (laughs) Yeah, to make up a scenario or something. Yeah. Ideal love, whatever it is. It's just what you came up with. Yeah. It's not about anyone, like... Is there any artist that you haven't worked with that you really wish you could? I mean, I, how long do we have here? <laughs> it's a podcast. It's meant for talking. Um, I don't know if I have I mean, obviously, you got Drake and fucking those. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't put too much thought into that, to be honest. Let me, let me make the question more specific. Um, what... Uh, if there was an artist that I can tell you, I can get you any artist feature tomorrow. Who, what artist are you picking that's going to either like boost your fandom or do you think fits perfectly right now? What like if like strategically and logistically, if I told you tomorrow I can get you any artist to do a song with you, who would you pick? You think? I mean, that'd be stupid if I didn't pick Drake. Yeah. Okay. So it is. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. But it's like I don't. Any collab I, I have kind of just comes organically. Like, I don't think like that. Yeah. Like, and I don't think it makes do. sense for the song. I get on this song, I'm like, I mean, either one, I wrote it with the person, or I'm like good friends with them. And I'm like, I think it would be really tight if you were on this. Mm-hmm. But like, I've never like gone out of my way to get a big feature. I had fucking one that was so random, one Twista. Oh, yeah. And that wasn't even my doing. I just, I wrote, I was writing for Afrojack at the time for an album that I don't even think ever came out. And one day he just sent me that song back and he's like, oh, by the way, you can have this for your album. And it had Twista on it. 
Oh. I was just like, all right. Like, fire first. Like, but, like, I've never, like, gone out. Of, I've never, like, emailed a manager, like, how much for a feature. Or, like, yeah. Right. It just, like, doesn't like, make sense to me. But as a fan of yours, I think you could pretty much, you could tell that that's not a, that's not a focus of yours and that uh, it's. I was Akon one time that happened just because he liked uh, the song 1111. And okay. so he did the, the chorus and then it couldn't come out for like years because the labels. And right. that, that pretty much drew me away from ever wanting to do uh-huh. that. I bet going through that too much would definitely bother you. Speaking of collabs, I have to ask. You got you and Mike have any uh any songs in the stash? Um that you could speak I about. get asked this a lot, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have talked <laughs> That was a time and a place where we worked together and it made a lot of sense and it no longer makes sense for either of us. Right. Like, if I continue making songs with Mike, I'm always Mike's shadow. Right. You know what I mean? I can I can definitely see what you're saying in that sense. It, it is it is for me to do my own thing and figure out my own thing. And, yeah, we have talked about it, and we were both like, yeah, that happened, and we have those songs together. And, like, yeah, if, something, if we get fucked up and make something we really like one night, like, sure, but, like, it's definitely not something that we go after. I, I I very much value a friendship. Yeah, and I feel like, and that's and that seems like that's why I posed the question uh, earlier that like you definitely you definitely seems to be a really good friendship there. Um, here's something that I have been talking to Pat a little bit about, and I would like to see Mike do if he's listening, and I'd probably like to see you do it as well. Um, Again, I've, I've said this before, is that, like, I'm a big fan of John Bellion, right? Mm-hmm. He's probably, like, next to Juice World, like, my two favorite artists ever, you know? Like, of all time, it's probably it's probably Juice, Mike, John Bellion, and, like, Phil Collins. I like him, too. I bet I don't make the fucking list. <laughs> Bro, you might, you're I'm just going to fuck, but you know what? This is over. Listen, <laughs> listen you know if it... I would That's say... the bottom I'm, line. Listen, and shit, some of my friends... Also... Just throwing Phil Collins in there—that's an amazing pool. Do you do you not think that he belongs there? I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm oh, actually not that well versed in Phil Collins, but yeah, he's great. <laughs> it's just smoke something, go on YouTube, look up Phil Collins drum solo, just be there for three hours. <laughs> you know, he was the first music video. Fun really? fact: really? Uh, not him, his band before he went solo, which was Genesis. Genesis, mm-hmm. right. First music video. So I would say, wow, I would probably say, uh, I would probably say that that group of people is like a great way to tell like my musical taste. Um, but uh, I forgot where I was getting to in that point though. Talking about making the, the videos, I think. Oh right, right, yeah, exactly. So like when it comes to John Bellion, like I'd love to see like the um, like the the behind the scenes stuff from you guys where. He does a great job at like at documenting like this is the song I'm making. This is how we made it. You know what I mean? Um, and he did that from like early in his career to now it's more of a professional thing. You know, um, he's also in leaps and bounds more talented than me musically. He is he, a, he's a beast. 
He's he, a beast. He, fought, he is classically trained to the T. Shout out to so, shout so it's out. really cool to watch that process. You know what I mean? Yeah, shout out to Long Island, but it uh, it um also opens him up to people copying what he does and stuff. You know, so that's definitely a risk. See, and that's why I just don't feel like so I could do it because I make I make everything, but. I'm not classically trained, you know what I mean? It's all off sound. I do what sounds good. And I don't want to be the artist that's trying to do what he did, especially when he came out and said he's tired of artists trying to copy it. Yeah, but I mean, dude. Is it? Uh, I um, saw, I mean, people did that before him. Yeah. Right. That's the thing, yeah. I and Leslie used to do that shit when I was young. Like, I remember that, dude, yeah. <laughs> I remember that for that one tweet. Like, I, you know, that's just, that's not a new thing, but yeah, he does it incredibly. Like, yeah. the fucking beast. And I'd be open to doing some shit like that, but yeah, we'll see. I, I almost uh, forgot about the new segment that we were uh, getting in. Is that like when we had guests on for the first time, I wanted to just ask him some random questions. And, and, um, and I guess I'll do it with you since you're here. But uh, what's like your favorite movie TV show? your favorite food and um what i asked uh last time pal you remember i completely just spaced out what, what did you ask what was well first off what's your favorite movie slash tv show that you can think of and what's like your go-to food my favorite movie is between four movies well technically three because one's a two-parter uh dogma probably haven't seen it Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jay and Silent Bob, Chris Rock, Salma Hyde. Fucking hilarious. Um, a Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. It's an indie film. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Channing Tatum, Young Shia LaBeouf. It's like a street m- movie based on a true story. Uh, phenomenal. You should watch that. And then the Avengers Infinity War Endgame. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. I was reading fan theories for like a year. Yeah. I fucking bawled my eyes out. Oh, that's great. Um, what about go-to food right now? Uh, do you guys have Trader Joe's where you're at? Yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking Mandarin chicken and vegetables, mm-hmm. fried rice, fucking crack. It's simply because I can't go anywhere, but that yeah, that shit's getting me by. Mm-hmm. Go-to video game? Uh, right now, I've been playing Call of Duty and um, Halo 5. But I'm more of a sports person, so I'm playing a lot of FIFA. I just bought that, actually. <laughs> Smoke, let me know. I'll beat that yeah. ass. Yeah, uh, the closest semblance to, to sports I have right now. Yeah. Uh, so sad. What do you play on? Xbox. Yeah. So do we. Uh, what else? What else? You guys got anything else for me? Because I'm pretty much good. Uh-huh. Appreciate you for coming this on. It's been awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys for having me, man. Hundredth episode was definitely special. Let me tell you, and uh, and the length of it too. Thanks for thanks for taking a good amount of time to talk about some serious shit, some random topics. You know, just shooting the shit. Um, really appreciate it. And then uh, obviously, if uh, you ever feel the need that you want to come on here again, I know that you were uh, keen of my compliments. So if you ever need more of them. Uh, <laughs> If I'm having a bad day, I'm just gonna call you. And be like, to yeah, now. just Steve. Hit me up. Now. Hit me up. I'll I'll give you I'll give you some uh, some good vibes. But uh, thank you very much. This is where we kind of uh, give you the floor. Um, shit, it's Huey Mac. If you don't know where to find him now, look up Huey Mac. He's everywhere. 
Um, but like, I'll give you the floor just to give any message uh, out to um, to the people that listen to us, the people that listen to you. Anything you want to say? I got pissed <laughs> really badly. We don't have pee breaks on this one. We need them. <laughs> okay. But uh, I don't know. I suck at this, dude. You're putting me on the spot too many times here. Uh, I, yeah, I don't have a message. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen here. I'll, I'll give you a message. I put you on. I put Huey on. The, what is that? Give me a message. Let's. There you go. I put Huey on the spot multiple times today, and it seems like he handled himself very well. Thanks. If if you need if you need to hear anything else from him, just hit rewind. Go listen to the episode again because he did a great job at giving us some gems, some answers to questions we were looking for, and obviously teased a little bit of stuff that's coming in the future. Thank you, Huey. Really appreciate it. Excited to get this giveaway going. Um, Stream a romantic comedy. Yes. Yes. Got Do you, you guys like it, by the way? I didn't ask you that. Yes. I loved it. I would feel the same over the past, like, my love life over the past it. two to three years. So I was like, yeah. Feel that. I listened to it when it first came out, and then I slept on it for a little while, and then I definitely have incorporated back into my music for sure. I, that's okay. I'll take it, I guess. You shouldn't have slept on it, Steve. You fucked yeah. asshole. Bro, what did I tell you? It's You're not going to be talking I'm supposed to keep you in the rotation all the time. Wow. Love you, bro. Listen, appreciate the time. I'm excited to uh, to uh, get this giveaway going. I think we're going to do some cool stuff, and people are going to do some fun TikToks. So, uh, so let's keep it going, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, no doubt, guys. Have a good one. Be good. You too, man. Stay safe, too. I don't want to waste no time. See, all I want to do is put your body on mine. Even when I'm down, oh, every night with you is the brightest side. All I want to do is put your body on mine. You're the one I've been waiting on You're the one I've been dreaming of You're the one that I think about At 4am when I'm drunk as fuck But you know my life I drink too much, stay out late Nah, these skeletons in my closet Feel like roommates these days If I'm gonna change, I'ma change for you You got that thing that I like you do Wanna get you home, see bust a move Get you all of me, give me all of you Put my lips on your lips I grip my hands on your ass why take things slow and they feel great moving fast? <laughs> I don't wanna waste no time. See, all I wanna do is put your body on mine. Even when I'm down, oh, every night with you is the brightest side. All I wanna do is put your body on mine. I don't wanna waste no time. Cause you don't fuck with Trump And if they wanna start some drama up and run We don't need that We never ask for no feedback Girl, we connected like a kneecap Looking like you on an A-list Whoever passed on you must be brainless It don't matter if we sweatpants, hair tied Chillin' with no makeup on our gland or faced it Hey, yeah Girl, you need to put a rush on it See that big fat booty, wanna touch on it I tell you all the time So you know I gotta say it Every time we get together, baby, I go super saiyan Every time we get together, baby, we don't got a patience Every time we not together, all I know is time's wasted Yeah, I know only wanna do you better so why we make
make the bed, baby, just to fuck the bed up. I don't wanna waste no time. See, all I wanna do is put your body on mine. Even when I'm down, oh, every night with you is the brightest side. All I wanna do is put your body on mine. I don't wanna waste no time. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, wanna waste no time. No time.